this grace. Uh, I'm grateful to God for his mercy, <clears throat> for his favor, and all that he's been in my life and in your life. Here I am again. My name is Gabriel Adebayo, and I'm your host on this podcast. And I want to share, continually share with you the word of God daily. We have been on this topic of relationship for the past few weeks now. And finally, we're on this um, very important part of relationship, which has to do with sex. Sex. Last time I, sh- I, sh- I shared with you how do you view sex. disturbs me uh, as I've um, as I've made it known in my um, in my message uh, last uh, time we met what troubles me about sex is the way sex is being is being promoted now sex has become uh, for sale a shame without any guilt um, sex is not for, 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 for sale sex is not for exchange sex is not what the Bible says it should be and I want to say to you sex is not only just for man and woman sex is not it's beyond just between a man and a woman what the Bible says it's beyond that sex is a gift from God God. I, I mean, I say that to say to you that it's for, for sex and intimacy to be completely known, it has to be for your body and your soul and your brain. Sex is not just limited to the part of uh, private parts of man and woman. It's also for your body, for your soul and your brain. If you cannot touch the brain or the mind and the soul of a woman, sex is meaningless. If you cannot touch the soul of a woman during sex, it's completely useless. Then it's just you're just playing a game amongst yourself. Because sex is beyond body craving and satisfaction. Sex is beyond that. That's why people use this word sex um, in a very derogatory format. I want to have sex with you. Hearing that also makes me, I feel so nauseated when I, whenever I hear that. I make love to him. I, I will make love to you. I, you don't make it. None of us have that power to make it. What we are just doing is repeating what the God, what God has said. The word intimacy uh, is missing now. Instead of being intimate, is missing. Is missing, and and that's what disturbs this so-called sex. That we don't, the brain and the soul is taken off. We only make love to the body. that warm friendship or personal clothes or familiar association or feelings before this so-called 
sex comes in. And that's the part that we have. We have left the word affectionate out of it. There is no more affectionate in lovemaking, in sex and intimacy anymore. There is no word cherished anymore. There is no word confidential anymore. There is, there is even no word cozy anymore, anymore. You can't find the word found anymore. You can't find mellow anymore. You can't find the word confidential or dearest anymore when you talk about when you talk about sex and intimacy it's it's now becoming a regular thing it's nothing anymore it's just it's just the people is just cool you don't have to know anyone now before you have sex with them and you don't have to know them as long as you're attracted to each other sexually yeah that's it it's on the go and that is very disturbing that's completely very disturbing more importantly, we don't make sex. We, we, none of us can make sex. You find the reason why I say we can make sex is because men and women respond to sex differently. We do respond to sex differently. Differently. The way women respond to sex is not as much as the way men respond to sex. Our body is different. So some you have to warm them up, some have to feel you, and some just don't feel right about it. So if our body reacts differently to sex, then you will understand what the Bible meant when the Bible says, and Adam knew his wife. Adam knew his wife. I know, because the word know in, in, in Hebrew means yada, yada, to know, to be closer to yada. Well, in my own personal research, when you, when the word noise is being used, it may stand for different meaning, depends on what follows, depends on what follows. But let me just use that word, that, that context of know. Do you realize now that people do not need to know you before they have sex with the other person? I mean, know you as in terms of know everything about you. Where are you coming from? How do you... Who are you? What are you? We just take people now for what they tell us. Nothing is known about this, the background of this person. Uh, if you can call it criminal background, it's okay. You don't know nothing about the criminal background. You don't know the past of this person. I'm sure you will say, Pastor G, I don't need to know all that. Well, you do need to know because that counts. If you're going to be laying with someone, if you're going to share your entire body with someone, this is why the Bible, this is why some people come up with the word private parts. It's private. It's not public. So before you make that public, before you you make it known to someone, then there ought to be a vow between, between you and yourself that, listen, if I'm going to make anyone see my body, then this person must want it. And if this person is not worth it, then, then there is no point. I have to do that. Then it's no more private part anymore. It's becoming a public part. And when they come up with this, there is no, there is no, there is no other word for private part other than what the medical would call it, the external genital organs. That's all. The 
external genital organs. That's what they would call it. They can they can't call it any other way other than called genitalia, fibers, private parts, reproductive organs, sex organs, sexual organs. That's what they would call it. But if this is your private part, why then are you making it public? Because if you if you are having sex with four different women, you've made it public. If you're having sex with three different men, you made it public. In a year, some women can do without changing a man. They they do one man every month. So in a year they go twelve and they think it's it's the key. They enjoy themselves with that. I don't think so. In my own opinion, you are a public. Uh, uh, you don't have a private part. You have a public part. <laughs> I don't think that would sound right. Uh, I don't even know if I have to say that. But but you truly do. Do you know this person? You know, when I was growing up, uh, before relationships start, we we have to know that person. We write a letter, and we wait for response. And then we get to know each other. There is courtship, and that courtship then this. But but it's it's sad today that people can people can hit on you on Instagram. People can hit on you by texting you. They don't know you. They just saw your picture on Instagram, and and they want to they want to befriend you. Um, they don't know you like that. <laughs> they just saw your picture on uh, Facebook. Now they they're requesting for a date. And do you know many people who fall for this? And they soon realize that if, if that can be done to me, it can be done to anybody else. And then they have this group where they join, and they say this um. It's a group where you search for people. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I still get confused. I mean, in my own opinion, what kind of a club is there that you meet women? What kind of a club is there that you meet men? And the same man, one man is is in is in different club that he meets different women. So he takes them out and whatever he can do with them. If it doesn't work, he drop them and and then go. The same thing with women. And they tell me. Oh, it's hard to find a man now, and it's hard to find a decent woman because you're looking at the wrong place. You're there's some good men who are out there who don't look like a man you're looking for. You know, I've come to realize that women go out with who they choose to, who they want to. Men go out with who they see that fits in for them. We choose love. We choose to love who we love. We choose to do certain things the way we want to do it. Listen, sex is God's gift to mankind. Oof, I must tell you, it is. If it is done with the right person. If you touch the soul and the mind of that person, sex is not a commodity that is exchanged like that. It's it's becoming completely meaningless now that you just wonder what, what do you call this? Now let me leave you with this assignment. Do you know who you are with? The woman you are with right now. Do you know her? Do you know the man you are with right now? I bet you don't know nothing about them. 
and they don't care to know anything about them. I think you should care. You should care to know more about this individual because if you don't know this person, you're going to find yourself in a very, very, very um, troubled state. It may not come up now, it will come up later on in life. Well, unfortunately, this is where I'm going to stop today. I'm going to continue tomorrow. Do you know who you are with? Do you know who you are in relationship with? Do you know who you are having an intimate with? The Bible says Adam knew his wife. Adam knew his wife. Wow. And all this while that they have been in the garden, there was nothing like that. We don't know how long they have been in the garden before they know each other. And they could have known each other for this while. Don't you think there's a reason why God did it that way? You meet someone in the morning and by noon, here you are in bed, your back is on the ground. Come on, come on. Add a little decency to yourself. Put some value on yourself. I mean, how you present yourself matters to people. And do it in the right way. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful that you are part of this recording. And I want you to share this with people if it's possible. Maybe you will save someone as I will save someone. Even if you can save just two from this generation, they will save three from the next generation. And who knows? Somebody might be saved. So there will not be sex trafficking anymore as we as we see it now. But when I come back, I'm going to talk more about that. God bless you. God keep you. May God cause his face to shine upon you. Thank you again for listening.